In today's podcast, we're going to talk about resistance and how futile it is. Welcome to the Art of Raising Humans. Hello and welcome to episode 65 of the Art of Raising Humans. I'm Kyle. And I'm Sarah. And you know, what we wanted to do over these next several podcasts, I hope if you joined us in 2023, what Sarah and I have um, really felt passionate about doing is, is, is we're wanting to start out with some of the basics, some of the basic uh, foundational things we wanted to shift in our parenting or felt like we needed to shift in our parenting to really become the parents we wanted to become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in the earlier podcast, we, we talked about the different styles. We talked about this different way of doing things with high expectations, high support. And um, so I've just been noticing um, as we've been interacting with parents on a day-to-day basis, as we've been helping them in, you know, at the private practice or even you know, just, just re- casual conversations, um, I think this one comes up a lot, Sarah. And, and th- this idea about acceptance and resistance acceptance and resistance. Such a big foundational concept that I know I didn't believe when we first started having kids and slowly over time, as I've accepted this truth, um, it's really shifted everything for me. Yeah, I, I feel like it's one that is a little harder to wrap your brain around, but then when you actually just give it a shot, <laughs> you mm-hmm. think, oh, yeah, this actually feels better and I can see something happening. Yeah. And as we dive into specifically what we're talking about, I just want to remind you, Sarah and I, I mean, we're really excited. We have a full plate of speaking opportunities in the month of February and going into March. And so I want to continue to, to throw out there, if you have any kind of idea, a place, a faith-based place or a school or a parenting group or just a bunch of friends that come together, whatever it is that you might think um, you would want to invite us into, feel free to reach out. You can go to our website at parentinglegacy.com and you can email us there. Um, and there you'll also find other resources we've got the different types of videos we offer so I uh, would love for you to comment um, you know definitely give us five stars that's always fun to get um, so as we dive into this just be thinking about us if you want us to do any speaking because we're excited about doing that yeah yeah okay so this concept Sarah when I was writing it down and I just was trying to think what's some foundational things I really want to give parents it was this 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 idea that I see happening over and over again almost all the reasons why parents come to see us for help is because they're resisting what is. Mm-hmm. Right. Something needs to stop. <laughs> yeah. Right. We have got to halt this behavior. We need something different. Make this go away. And they've tried many different ways to stop that behavior. Yes. But, yeah. it, but it doesn't seem to stop it. Yeah. You know, and it makes me think of that quote that that's true. That is what you resist will persist. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like the more and more you resist something in your mind, the more it, w- it will get bigger. And before, I want to hear your thoughts on that. Something resistance isn't. You know, I was thinking of this for all of the maybe nerds listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, I love Star Trek, loved Star Trek growing up. And so, of course, everyone who's listening to this who loved Star Trek knows the first thing you think of with resistance is resistance is futile. You know, it's the Borg are going to come assimilate you, you know? <laughs> and so when I, when I first, when I think of resistance, I think mm-hmm. of like this overpowering force like the Borg who mm-hmm. is saying, don't resist us because we're going to you know, overwhelm you and take you over. Okay? Right. And I want to clarify, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, so, Just I, in case you were thinking a Star Trek. Yes, unless resistance is futile okay. came to your mind. Okay. That's not what we're talking about. Okay. What we're talking I about. I bet that was really helpful to clear up for I want to really clear that because a lot of people, I think as soon as we said this, they were thinking of the Borg. Yes. But what you resist will persist. 
Okay. Okay. So 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 this this thing that that once you start getting in your mind, I want my kid to stop doing that, or I want my wife to、mm-hmm. stop doing that.、Mm-hmm. You'll find it persists. It starts to grow and get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's even true of yourself. I want to stop doing this. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to quit this. And then you find, I mean, obviously, one really big obvious one is dieting.、Mm-hmm, you know,、mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat any more chips, or I'm I'm、yeah. not going to have sugar for、yeah. you know whatever. I'm I'm not going to have sugar for a while. And then all of a sudden, it, it seems like sugar's everywhere, and、yeah. you're thinking about sugar,、yeah. and and and、uh, that's actually true. That is you know, in your brain. Yeah. And the same thing applies to behaviors. If we say, "I want my kid to stop having temper tantrums or stop, stop fighting with their yeah, siblings," yeah. yeah, then your your brain is going to notice it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it just、yeah. it becomes actually your brain hears fighting. Kids are fighting, or they're you know、yeah. having temper tantrums or something like that, and your brain actually goes into gear of. Seeing it more often and、yeah. looking for it, and even maybe when it's not even there or that big of a deal, your brain is so hyper aware of it and looking for it so much. It's going to seem bigger, seem more, seem worse,、yeah. and even carrying that to your child, they're.、Yeah. It won't actually work to tell them to stop. Just like it doesn't work when we tell ourselves to stop and quit. Yeah. Well, another way I'm thinking of it, Sarah, the way resistance, what resists, will persist, is lots of times parents, if the kid is talking quote unquote disrespectfully to them,、mm-hmm. they will then come back and yell at them, or you know, be, they they would if anybody was watching that interaction, it would look disrespectful as well, right?、Yeah. So that I will actually start to do the very behavior that I'm wanting to resist. You know,、yes. like I've given that example before <laughs>、yeah. about. Gratitude. There's been many times where I thought the kids were being ungrateful, and then my response or reaction to them lacked all gratitude. You know,、mm-hmm. I was not grateful for them being alive and healthy, and that、mm-hmm. I wanted them to change so I could then appreciate them more. And that's the exact same thing they were saying: is they wanted that moment to change so they could appreciate more. So the lack of gratitude, I resisted that, and then it persisted. So、yeah. I began to actually do the behavior I was trying to stop in the kids. And our, our brains just start to wire around those things,、mm-hmm. and that's what happens. It starts. Oh, we need to build more wires around this thing. Okay, all right, let's more connections, more connection, guys. Let's look for it, and it、yeah. and it builds it instead of actually releasing it or bringing any change. Yeah, and then Dr. Becky Bailey would say, when we are doing resistance,、uh, one it turns me against you. Okay,、mm-hmm. so now 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 I'm opposed to you. It starts to cause me to shift down my brain. Okay, so we if, if you haven't heard our discussion about the the brain science, we we do that back in our first few episodes because it's really important to understand how the brain works. And when we start to resist, we actually start to like go down. Dr. Siegel calls it going the, the downstairs, you know, kind of down the yeah, elevator. Yeah, and we go to a lower, more、um, like this part of us that's、Primal? all about. It's yeah, the, more yeah, instinctual. Some, some people call it like the lizard brain or the monkey brain, whatever.、Yeah. It's kind of like fight, flight, or freeze part of us that just、mm-hmm. wants to just overwhelm and intimidate. Yeah, you know? it's more emotional,、mm-hmm. emotionally controlled, but not in a not in the helpful way. Emotions have wonderful, you know, things they bring us, but in this case, it's not. It's you've lost some problem solving and、yeah. just. A lot of those other skills that you bring to the table during a problem, or you want to. Yeah, so you get that, and some people in that as they're slipping down to that brainstem, they will, as they resist, get bigger and bigger and bigger to、yeah. intimidate to stop that behavior they're wanting. Right?、Yeah. Other people will just shut down and completely just surrender to it、mm-hmm. and just say,、mm-hmm. "Check yeah, out." That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not acceptance at all. It's still resistance. They're just saying, "This is never going to change." Yeah. So I'm just going to like resign myself to this is how my life is. Right. You know? And it's. 
still in that other part of the brain. You, the moment you engage in that, your brain goes, ah, oh no, oh no, something's going on here. Let's get, and, the, and it goes yeah. down into this as if you saw a bear or something like that. Sure. You know, it's, it's ready to attack. So the more I resist, um, the way I see it, Sarah, we either start to shut down or we blow up. Okay, mm-hmm. and the only outcome that I can see is I need that other person um, to change because I don't feel like I can change it. You know, when I'm yeah. constantly resisting, it, it might not even be people. It might be a feeling I'm having. Mm-hmm. It might be circumstances in my life. Maybe things are hard financially. Maybe there's there's illness or sickness going on. And and I, I know, I mean, like you see people do all the time. They'll just resist being sick or resist. You know, like their body's saying. Take a rest, you know. Yeah. <laughs> do some self care. Go do. And like, no, I cannot do that. Mm-hmm. I will resist. And they just keep resisting and pushing, pushing There's until. There's lots of places that's applauded, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You you go the extra. It's almost mm-hmm. yeah. It's and then what happens when you keep doing it? Eventually, your body will like force you to shut down yeah. because you yeah. cannot keep doing that, you know? Yeah. And so as as you're trying to, I, I, I mean, as I'm thinking of feelings, I'm thinking of how many times people come in the session who are resisting anxiety, they're resisting fear, they're mm-hmm. resisting these things in hopes that it will change it, mm-hmm. but they're really not resolving it. You know, they're yeah. just pushing it down. They're just getting less aware of it, but it's still, it's, it's almost like, I guess, I, I mean, another kind of Dr. Becky Bailey, um, I think this is her like imagery is, um, or it might've been Markham said this, but it was like on your car, if your, your engine light was blinking mm-hmm. and you just like, yeah, I don't want to see that. So you just resisted it. <laughs> put and some duct put, tape over. Put, put like a black, black <laughs> yeah. glue. So I couldn't see it anymore. Right. Yeah. So I resisted it, but it never changed. No, it's still there. Yeah, it's not until I accept it that I can actually do something about it. And I think that's a really great example of when it's so, it, I don't know, kind of just was harder for me to think, to wrap my brain around this and to think, wow, really, this is how it works? Because anxiety or those those things are good yeah. examples of times where it actually can get bigger and build up the more you resist it. Yeah. It's the moment you can turn towards it that it then can actually resolve, diminish, and get better. Yeah. The reason why I think this is tricky, Sarah, because sometimes it seems like we can resist it and things do change. So kids throw in a tantrum, I get really mad at yell at them, and then the tantrum stops. Yeah. For some kids, right? And then you go, cool, look at that. Or you walk away, right? Yeah. You, just, yeah. you just leave them. Yeah. They're throwing their foot on the ground, you and walk go, away. Yeah. And so I never really mm-hmm. resolved anything, but it looks like by resisting what was happening, you know, I, I, I didn't accept the emotion, I just resisted the emotion, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, the kid was feeling scared and I told the kid not to feel scared, get over it, mm-hmm. you know, just by resisting it. And so there are times it looks like it's working, but what we know about emotion is unless it is resolved, unless it, unless it gets an opportunity to actually be regulated and worked mm-hmm. through, it just stays there. Yeah. It just gets stuffed somewhere else. And there's lots. If the listeners haven't heard of that, there's there's lots of books and things about how the body keeps score yeah. And, yeah. and holds those, you know, usually these are associated with memories. So I'm kind of putting things together, but the memories, the feelings. Feelings, the emotions, the, those do store inside our bodies and they don't go away like we just think if we don't look at it or talk about it or pay much attention to it, it eventually goes away because things calm down. Yeah. So we're yeah. so it looks like it mm-hmm. went away, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really processed. Yeah, yeah. The one I'm thinking about that was really hard for me, Sarah, when I was working through this was our kids not sleeping. So especially when they were little babies, I mean, out of the three of them, I think all of them were 
pretty frequent waker uppers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I just, I remember being there and I feel so almost embarrassed to say it, but like almost like wanting to scream to the heavens, like yeah. put this baby to sleep, you know? And I was yeah. getting so mad. And what's what's crazy about it, now that I know the brain science, I was actually making it harder for them to relax and go yeah. to sleep because I was sending all of this like angry energy to this little baby who like, what is Probably this? wasn't a growth spurt. Yes, or... yes, yeah. And the, <laughs> The baby's feeling all of this. And even though I wasn't like yelling at the baby inside, mm-hmm. I was so mad. I was mm-hmm. just like, I wanted to resist this. I wanted the kid to just fall asleep, you yeah. know? And I wanted them to learn how to sleep through the night and wake up exactly when I wanted them to wake up. And the stinking kids wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that, that led that led to a lot, a lot of angry moments. And I, I look back, though, by our third, I mean, it took me that long, but by our third, I started accepting it more. Yeah. And I look back at those times with her. There were some really sweet moments at like 3 a.m. when I was exhausted and I wish she would have been sleeping. But instead, I'd be holding her and I'd have these crazy thoughts like, I guess this is how I learned to love her. You know, I guess this is how she knows I love her is I go through this with her. And I just I it hit me. The other two kids, I just wanted to stop. But in these sweet moments, I'm like, I don't actually mind this. Mm-hmm. It's not that big a deal. We'll get through this, and maybe that's part of what it was. I started knowing we would get through this. You know, yeah, you've been you survived it twice. I survived the other two. We'll do it. So, so maybe that helped me accept it more. Yeah. But I noticed how I probably missed a lot of sweet moments with the other two because I was resisting it. Mm-hmm. And so I realized, Sarah, when I'm resisting, I start taking the behavior personally. You know, yeah. I start imagining it that this little baby or this kid is like plotting <laughs> against get, me and, and they're doing this. Sleep. And I'm telling you, Sarah, that's how I know when I'm working with parents that they're resisting is they will mm-hmm. start to tell me a story mm-hmm. about how everything that kid's doing. They're doing mm-hmm. it on purpose. Well, and that shows you when you're in that part of your brain, too, you you do feel that way, right? Mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. Your brain says, we're under attack, you know, and that's what part of the resistance is. The shutting down or the getting bigger and getting upset, whatever whatever your response is, it's your brain going, thinking you're under attack. Yeah, and so that yeah. is personal, right? <clears throat> yeah. If you met a bear in the woods, that'd be like, the bear's going to eat me. It's yes. personal. And yeah. it's the same thing with those resistant moments. It feels you're you're adversarial, you're against each other. So it is, I mean, enemy is a strong word, but when you're in that moment with your child, it's you against them, them against you, Mm -hmm. who's going to win? Or, you know, those kind of words even start to come up. And where's the power? Who has the power? All those kind of dynamics are there, which are dynamics of... Of you're under attack. Yeah. It's personal. So what what we want to shift to is acceptance. Yeah. Okay, so first I want to start with what acceptance isn't, Sarah, and I want your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. I put down acceptance isn't just giving up. Yeah. You know, like like you you gave that example of I think a lot of times parents think they are being accepting because they just walk away and just don't give any attention to the thing. Yeah. You know, they just like, yeah, if he starts doing that, I just, I don't care. I just walk away. Mm-hmm. So th- that's not acceptance. That's still yeah, resistance. Yeah, that's a shutting down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a there's a difference. And I think you feel that difference inside yeah. of you because though you may get bigger, I can I can sometimes go into that space yeah. of just I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and, and and I also want to clarify, it's also not passivity. 
It's mm-hmm. not permissiveness. Mm, it's right. not acceptance isn't like, oh, I just, I don't think my kid can ever do that thing I'm asking, you know, um, or my kid's going to talk to me however they're going to talk to me, or yeah. my, my kid's going to hit me if they're going to hit me. Yeah. That, that's not what I mean it's by acceptance. It's not, I accept this moment and we're just going to keep right at this right. space. <laughs> yeah. So I want to clarify that's not what it is all because because yeah. typically I think that's what they think the opposite is. Mm-hmm. I think they think either I'm fighting against my kid or I'm just letting my kid dominate mm-hmm. me. Okay, yeah. and so that's why I thought this was a good podcast. After we've done that that talk about this isn't authoritarian, this isn't permissive. Okay, mm-hmm. we're talking about high expectations, high support. So acceptance yeah. is um, more like this, like with the sleeping thing. Is once I could accept that this is a baby thing, babies take time <laughs> to learn right. how to sleep. Once I knew that, and my I, I I got realistic expectations that someday we'll get there. Someday I know my kid will get there. Mm-hmm. I could relax and I yeah. could actually just enjoy the ride. And and I could do things like go to bed earlier so I can wake up on time, right? right? Instead of going, why can't I still stay up till 11 watching Netflix and then my baby's still waking me up at three? This is not right. Mm-hmm. I just like, maybe just go to bed at nine and then get some sleep. And then if you wake up at three, mm-hmm. you're rested and you go, you know, or, or try, trying to like, you know, set up the circumstances to where I can be more successful within this yeah. time of learning through sleep. Yeah, that, I think that's a great example because it's not like you just don't, try to help your baby sleep and you like you you said where you're going to go to bed early you're going to do things to set it up for success so you're still doing something about mm-hmm. it but what it what happens internally is the game changer yeah and now you're in a place of peace and you're in a place of creativity and that the baby picks up on that but honestly even teenagers this is going to be true of teenagers in some situation that they're in you can do the same thing okay is this a developmental stage Mm -hmm. because they're also whatever it might be pushing trying to be independent growing exploring their brain is going through all kinds of things in the teenage years you can still accept those moments but it doesn't mean oh they act however they want to act exactly you're you're still coming in with boundaries and you're still problem solving and you're still going somewhere together but you can do it from a place of peace and a place of working together instead of feeling like you've got to shut something down or stop something so that they can be a successful person Another example that I like that Dr. Becky Bailey does is she talks about a car being on the the sidewalk. And if you and I, Sarah, are walking down the sidewalk and that car is speeding towards us, you and I can look at that car and say, it shouldn't be here. It should not be on the sidewalk. That is not the road. Why is that person, that person's a horrible driver. And then before you know it, the car's driving over us and killing us. That's what resistance with kids, behavior, issues in marriage, that's what it looks like. We keep going like, why is that happening? That shouldn't be happening. We should be doing this. Instead, (laughs) acceptance is just you honestly accepting the fact the Mm -hmm. car is there. The car is coming at you. Mm -hmm. Now you can do something about it. So when we are in this mode of acceptance, we're able to slip up to the upstairs part of our brain, the prefrontal cortex, and now we can start seeing solutions. Mm -hmm. So once again, going back, I know I'm resisting when all I'm seeing is problems. All Mm -hmm. I'm seeing is all the pathways are blocked. There's no way to get through this or fix this situation. Acceptance is this is where we're at, and I believe there's solutions to this. Mm -hmm. We can start looking for solutions. Mm -hmm. So that's a real change. Um, Once I accept that is where I'm at, then I can actually start being creative too. I can start problem solving like you and I. When when you and I were resisting, a lot of our conversations at night were like, 
Why is Abby still doing that? What what is she doing? I'm so sick of this. I don't understand why she's doing that. Like, let's okay, let's call Dr. Markham and find out what's what's going on here. Like, it was constantly like, or why is Ellie not sleeping? Or why is Brennan still doing it? It was constantly like, what is going on here? It was all when we started getting to this where we started doing more accepting, it was more we were curious, you know? And I would ask you, like, hey, I didn't know what to do in that moment. What would you have done? Mm-hmm. And then you would give me ideas and be like, okay, I'm gonna try that tomorrow. And it was like we were excited to see what new thing we could try to help support them to doing something different. And your focus is on the little areas of change, too. Yeah. You know, you start to notice it and see it, and, oh, well, I mean, they were upset, but it wasn't as long as it Mm -hmm. was before. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you have those, or, I'm exhausted, but I'm making it. Yeah. I'm going to go to bed early tonight. Or you, You see just your shift and your gaze of what you're looking at. Changes. Something we did that's real right now, that's real, real present. We're going on vacation, right? Yeah. And w- there's a lot of stuff we, we've got to get done yeah. and we feel like Long pressure list. to get done. A lot of things with the business, uh-huh. a lot of things trying to get this podcast done. We're leaving tomorrow. We're trying yeah. to do this real yeah. quick. And at times we've been really snappy, you know, gotten kind of mad and like, God, kids, stop doing that. You know, all this kind of stuff, you know, and, and even like just, just feeling the stress, hard to go to sleep and stay away because our mm-hmm. brains are running so fast, right? Mm-hmm. And so I know something that we've tried to do intentionally is to sit down with the kids and say, listen, this is, we're feeling kind of stressed, you know, we really could use your help. And mm-hmm. I've noticed the last couple of days, not only have we been more snippy at you, but you've been more snippy with each other and at mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. and how I would like the next couple of days to look like this. Okay. Yeah. I would like us all to commit to being for each other, for all of us to practice self-control. And I'm even thinking that that's a big part of acceptance is I didn't know regulating your emotions was a skill. I didn't Mm -hmm. know caring about other people's feelings was a skill. Mm -hmm. You know, self-control is a skill. And once I, once I was able to accept that instead of demanding it and just wanting it to happen, then I could be more patient. Right. Yeah. And, well, you see it yeah. as something to build and develop. <laughs> and, in them. As in yes. any skill, you yeah. uh, you practice and mm-hmm. you would teach and you would you know do things to build that skill. And when you look at it that way, then you think, oh, they don't have the skills yeah. yet. Let's build it. Yeah. And and, and then I, I so the example I put down here was another sleep one because that's always been a real problem. <laughs> so I remember when Abby, I've used this before in other podcasts, but I just think it's so 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 good. Is Abby about like three or four, whatever age it was, she used to be like, hey, it's time to go to bed. Okay. Okay, and we go, we do our routine. It was a really sweet thing. Mm-hmm. And finally, oh, she's not a baby anymore. She's actually able to go to bed. We're able to sing and read a book. It was so sweet. Yeah. And then there was one night where I think the, the the light bulb came on. When she goes to sleep, you and I stay up and we have fun and we do fun <laughs> things. And she was like, I'm not going to go to bed. And I remember I defaulted to what I believe happened to me when I was a kid. And that was resistance is yeah. futile. Yeah. Do not like, that's really what I was thinking. Re- do not resist me, Abby. Mm-hmm. You're three years old. I will overwhelm you, you know? And so I just got bigger and madder. And did it work? Yeah. I mean, she went to bed. But the next night, the same thing happened again. And I I wasn't accepting the fact that I was... what I was resisting was going to persist. The Mm -hmm. more I resisted what she resisted, Mm -hmm. I was just teaching how to resist me, you know? And I I think you begin to think, well, this is just going to go on forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is our new new, our new thing. Norm, yeah. Yep, she's gonna fight it. We have to mm-hmm, fight her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Drag her off to bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. the terrible twos. 
yeah. the crazy threes. <laughs> right? But instead, I, I, okay, I tried to go, Kyle, okay, you're a grown adult. You've got a master's degree in counseling. You help kids all the time. <laughs> Think through this. Do this. And so the next night I was like, okay, let's just make it fun, right? That's all mm. she's saying. When I really could accept it, Sarah, I saw the, she's just saying, I want to be with you guys. Yeah. I like you guys. I, when I go to bed, you're going to have fun. And I'm going to miss out. I love, yeah. like, oh yeah, I remember feeling that as a kid. Uh-huh. That was kind of a bummer. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I just need to help her be able to choose to go to bed. And so the way I helped her was just like, okay, I know you don't want to sleep. It'd be great to stay up, wouldn't it? So do you want to go back like a ninja or like a Jedi? Do you want to go back like a wheelbarrow or do you want to jump on my back? Right. Just kept giving her different options until mm-hmm. she found one that was really, and then what was really cool about it, Sarah, like I, I said in the previous podcast that we did this, is after about 30 days, she started saying, instead of saying, no, I'm not going to go to sleep, she'd say, can I go back to bed this way? Yes. So eventually she was able to accept that sleep was what mm-hmm. we were going to do. And it was her way of saying, I, I still don't like this. You would hear yeah. it in her voice. I really mm-hmm. wish I could stay up, but yeah. I, I know I'm going to bed, so this is how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Same, remember sometimes saying goodbye? You, mm-hmm. well, they wouldn't mm-hmm. want to leave somewhere. Yes. Yep. And yep. so instead of like, well, it's time to go. You got to it's it put down the toys. You got to yep. say goodbye. It's time to go. Yep. Instead of how do you want to say yes. goodbye? Yeah. We're going to leave. Well, well, instead how of resisting, the route, it's hard to say mm-hmm. goodbye. Yeah. It's hard to leave a fun thing. If you're yeah, at a you're place. So, a great time. So I'd love, that's a great example for a lot of listeners. If your kid has a hard time leaving the playground, why wouldn't they? Like, why, <laughs> why, why wouldn't it be hard? You brought them there because it's fun. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to leave that fun thing and understand that's a skill. The ability to say, I like doing this, um, but now we're going to go back and do this other thing that isn't as fun, but I can shift that. That is hard to do. It Once is. I accept that. So something, a little fun thing Sarah and I do is this was just stuff we just made up in, in our path of acceptance was, oh yeah, it's going to be hard for them to say goodbye. So what we'll do is give them an opportunity to pick one last thing. Okay. So we started to say, hey guys, you got you got one more minute. I want you to pick one last thing to do. And then they might go, oh, I know you guys want to stay, but what's your one last thing? Yeah, and, and we would get enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Or, you know, we would go over, show me, let yes. me see you. You're going to go down yes. that slide yes. and do that with them and then whisk them away yeah. in, in a fun. So I want to end it with this sentence there. I said, once I started to accept the situation, once I started to accept the circumstances, once I started to accept my kid as the human being they are, because that's really what acceptance is, as a basis is, it's about loving your kid and accepting them as they are or mm-hmm. accepting your spouse as they are. You know, when we're resisting, I'm looking at them as 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 how I'd like them to be rather mm-hmm. than as they are. So acceptance is about accepting them exactly where they're at. So once I can do that with my situation, my circumstances, I can then hold it loosely and realize that I'm not powerless. Mm-hmm. And this this kid or this situation does not control me. I always have choices. There's always They will solutions. pick up on that too, and it mm-hmm. will change for them. At first, you might see them, they're used to that resistance dance that you've been doing. Mm-hmm. So they jump right into action to resist yeah. you. But if you're not playing the game, if you're not doing the resistance, you'll see that shift in them as well. Yeah. Because they're, they're like, wait, wait, I thought we were resisting each other here, but you're not doing that. Yeah. And so it'll put them at ease too. It'll help them not go into that fight or flight mode yep. either. And, and go, oh, we're, we're calm. We're yeah. talking about this. Yeah. We're, yeah. And it'll 
you know, that dynamic and that relationship will shift. Well, I love it. Even, Sarah, a lot of times I talk to parents, one of the most important things we do is follow-up conversations with the kids. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these kids that we help are resistant to that because they don't believe it's going to be helpful. So they're resisting the conversation because they believe the whole conversation is going to be about you resisting their behavior. Yeah, telling them how wrong they were. So so the resistance will grow more resistance. You know, they, every time they resist us and we resist them back, they then learn how better to resist us. So, So it's through acceptance that real change always happens in relationship mm-hmm. okay so I, I hope that thought I hope I know it's a big one but I hope we gave you some little nuggets and ways in which to understand it and, and and think about it and I encourage you to find little ways just start noticing am I spending most of my day resisting my day am I resisting traffic am I resisting my coworkers? am I resisting my kids how can I start switching it to just accepting it you know mm-hmm. like how can I accept traffic and just enjoy my drive to work mm-hmm. or school how can I accept being in the car line for 30 minutes yeah. at school you know in the school car line how can I accept that and just make it a time that doesn't have to suck for me. Yeah, this is what is. Now what do I want to do going forward with it? Yeah, so it's such a great time talking this over with you. I really hope this this helps all the families. Please share this podcast to other families you think this would be helpful to. We really want to grow the reach of this podcast so it can just be so beneficial to other families. So we hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. The Art of Raising Humans podcast should not be considered or used as counseling, but for educational purposes only. 